Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 87 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Woohoo! This is Chris. In the house. That might have been too loud. I apologize no, if was, anyone had headphones was, on. That was fine. That was fine. It, it really gets them in into the show. By it's kind of like a, like, a, like a vortex. Sucking by them injuring in. their eardrums? Well, perhaps. <laughs> We're not going to cover that, though. We apologize. Chris... Welcome back. Steve, thank you. Thanks for having me back. Happy New Year. Uh, what? It's like February. What's, what's too late? Is this our first episode of the year? Yeah. Were we not going to get paid for last month? No, we actually put money out because I had to pay Podbean to let us oh. have our podcast and we didn't upload any episodes. Uh, That's okay. Oh boy. I don't, we haven't made a penny on this show anyway, which is fine. I mean, we're just doing it for fun, so I'm mm-hmm. totally okay with that. That's why I do it. Yeah. And the college credits. Um, but I'll have to talk to you about that later on. Okay. Uh, how you been? Uh, it's been, it's been an eventful month for you. I have a new house. Yeah, you but do. I, we talked about that last year, right? We talked about the, the idea of it. Oh, wow. So, but a lot of that's happened. We, we, we moved you out after our last episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You helped me a lot. We, uh, completely emptied the old one. Now, um, how's the new one going? It's uh, it's it's it was in really good condition. There wasn't like a lot to do. There's just some things some we wanted cosmetic to do. things. Yeah. Make yeah. it the way we want. So it's uh, it's coming along. Really happy. Lucy's uh, ten and a half months old now. Wow, she's a crazy kid. It's crazy to think she's how much though. has happened in the past year. Yeah, wow. it's, re- it's really crazy to think she's gonna turn a year soon. Be a I know. Soon. I know. It's insane. Um, so so that's been going on with you, um. You also had kind of a crazy January because of our government. Oh yeah, I I, I work on a government contract as a contractor, so uh, if you follow you know American news, uh, the government shut right around Christmas. Yeah. So I didn't go back. What was that? What did it end up being like five weeks? Uh, I think it was like thirty-one days or something. Yeah. Longest in history. Now it sounds like um, we should have had reasons to record podcasts since you weren't at work, but you're working yeah. on the house the whole time. Because you, because you closed, that, right? I was very busy cleaning out the old house. Yeah, it was actually like it kind of timed first, out perfectly. At first, it was really helpful because I don't know how I would have done that, right? If I had to work. Yeah, but after like the third week, I was like, "Oh, I need to go back to work now." <laughs> well, luckily, it's over now. It's over now. That's right. And uh, actually, it turns out now it was a total waste because <laughs> Cause Donald Trump just declared a national emergency anyway. So the money's going to happen anyway. Could have done that in, uh, in December. In there, December. Buddy. I know that would have sped things along a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case you hear any noise in the background, because um, I haven't even talked about this on the show. Is this new, too? This is new, too. This episode's going to be two hours long. I know. One just, hour just of updating. telling you everything that happened last month. Um, so, Allie and I added two new members to our family. Uh, we, we adopted two two kittens. Um, now they're they're five months old, and they're currently scratching in the background on the scratching post, in case you can hear a little uh, 
rattling going on. They love scratching. They do love scratching. Scratch, um, luckily, they're not scratching the furniture or anything else. They just go after the scratching posts. Um, they're two main coon cats, which is what Allie really, really wanted. I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. What do you mean? Never mind. Just kidding. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you later. All right. Thanks. Uh, and one of them is named Obi, which is short for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the other one is named Frank. And we named him Frank because we got him on December 23rd, which in the holiday, uh, in the Seinfeld universe, is the holiday of Festivus. And that's, Frank Costanza invented Festivus. That's pretty cool names, honestly. So, I, I like them. I, and both names fit them perfectly. Obi is kind of slow and gentle not slow in a in a like a dumb way but he's like he seems wise methodical methodical frank is just kind of all over the place uh which is kind of like how frank costanza is so i'll probably be talking about them they're really good and and Allie really likes having them the only thing i don't like about their name is sometimes when i hear obi i it sounds kind of like opie oh okay. and then i think to myself why'd you name it after that dumb kid from the andy griffith show <laughs> not a kiopi like the animal what's that isn't that an animal in uh, Africa? It's called the Kiopi, I believe. It, what's it look like? Uh, it has like big horns, I believe. How do you spell it? K Y O P I, I believe. K Y O P I. I think. No, I, I believe you. I'm definitely not like trying to make fun of you. While you're looking that up real quick, I'm just going to give an update on our last episode from December. Uh, around Christmas time, we had two of Santa's reindeers going at it. We had Comet going against Blitzen. Do you remember who you picked? Yeah. Um, Between Comet Blitzen. and Blitzen? I picked Blitzen. Are you sure? No. You picked Blitzen. I uh, thought so. Because Blit- I remember thinking, oh, Steve's just going to have a Comet hit me. I thought you were going to do like, like lightning lightning powers. And I thought I did. Oh, I forget. It's been so long. <laughs> uh, you won 69% to wow. 31%. Yep, you won that one. I'm uh, surprised. Outright. I'm honestly surprised I won that one. Yeah, you don't win a lot. So I'm glad that you won. Oof. I know. Oof. Throwing that at you. Uh, in response to that episode, we got an email from one of our fans, Paul Dewey, and Paul Dewey, Paul Dewey, I apologize, said, great episode this week. Love the idea of adding a reindeer. Based on their powers, I think we need something to bring them into the 21st century. Now all the names aren't completely made up. So it just makes sense to me that the new one, new reindeer be named Sparky. It can be a dog's name, but Santa does what he wants. Just ask his doctor, who has been screaming about his cholesterol since 1372. I figure that Sparky would help run the electric aspects of the sleigh, unless Santa is still running on 19th century technology. Interesting idea. We could uh, could add a Sparky as the as the tenth reindeer. Uh, it's not bad, honestly. No, not, I think I think not, it not any worse than what we came up with. I mean, Rosie, the the <laughs> Russian that was pretty reindeer. That was pretty silly. It was all right. It was a good time. I got. A, I have a uh, Kyopi update for you. Okay, go ahead. Can't find it. No, but you might have just spelled it wrong. So I don't want to, you know, it's an Eop. I don't want to get on you Eop. too much yet. I forget. So I typed in uh, African animal big horns. Okay. Do any of these look familiar? No. Is that? Is that? Oh, it's a, I thought that was uh, Donald Trump Jr. killing an African. No, well, it's somebody. It's someone killing an elephant. Someone killed some big yeah. horned animal. Well, we'll we'll look into that. And we'll get back to you guys and let you. I forget what it is. As you follow the. Coyote saga. <laughs> we just invented a new animal. Here. It's a new Pokemon. You invented a new animal. It's a new Pokemon. That's what it is. Uh, all right, Chris. Uh, it's that time of the show. We just gotta read. Wait, is that what it is? Yeah. All right, oh, good. I didn't want to sing that song and then you'd be like, "No, that's not it." Yeah. We just gotta review. We just gotta review. We just gotta review. Because One... we're really smart. Is that good? Fun? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Unless it's a bad review, then it's because we're bad. No, it's a good review. 
I know. I was just building suspense for the review. I like it. This review is titled, Who Would Win Cast for Life? Number hey, four. How do you guys know what my tattoo says? <laughs> uh, your podcast is super addicting. Can't stop listening. All your episodes are entertaining and very fun to listen to. I always stay up too late listening to them. Like how long they are, the more the merrier. Your potluck episodes are my favorite. Love how silly they are. I listen to each potluck one about 20, 30 times. They're hilarious. I'm a new listener. Did not get to do the tomato meter poll. Really wanted to. Please do it again. Spoiler alert. We will. In the John McClane vs. Ant-Man one, I laughed so hard so many times. Side note, I didn't even really remember doing that one. <laughs> I gotta listen to that one. It is a good one. It was about a year ago. Uh, did I have John McClane? Because I'm a big diehard fan. Yeah, I you did. I hope I did. Yeah. Uh, I am the leaf who sent you the idea of Bob's Burgers vs. Simpsons trying to spread the word about your podcast. It's on the list. We'll get there. Yep, we got it. I might make a podcast of my own, and would you tell me what equipment you use for yours? Because I have no idea what I should get. We would be happy to, but Absolutely. maybe we can do it in... Uh, messaging you yeah it might be easier uh your podcast is so amazing just can't stop listening uh like 20 heart emojis yeah keep going for a long time bring dan back on the show yeah we should have dan come back it's it's, i mean maybe you know maybe (laughs) if we can book him (laughs) if we can fit him in he's so busy he's so famous oh yeah and i feel like he didn't give us any credit for catapulting him into his fame that's true uh also, it's been a while since you made a new episode. Yep. Fair point. We know. Uh, I don't have Twitter. Do you have Facebook? Do we have a Who Would Win Facebook? Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Find us on Facebook. Yeah. It's it's on there. I say that in every episode. I'm not trying to... No, I, I know. Yeah. I was just, not, not you. I'm just saying just in general. Called, this is just yeah. banter. I, yeah. of course, remembered that yeah, we had a Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't... Absolutely. I didn't forget. No. You wouldn't do that. I wouldn't forget about our Facebook. Anyway, five stars. So uh, that that comes from Leafman two thousand seven. Thanks, Leafman two thousand seven. No, that was really nice. Thank you. That was very very nice of you. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Absolutely. We love your idea. Um, like we said, we have that on the list: the Bob's Burgers characters versus the Simpsons characters. And uh, maybe maybe we can bring back Dan. No, we we will. We'll get him back. Yeah. Dan. So uh, a fictional review for Leafman two thousand seven. Yeah. So whenever I hear the name Leaf, because it's not that very common where we are. No. I mean, do you know anyone named Leaf? No. Uh, like in real life. No, no. Seriously, no. Yes. I love that name. I think it's a really cool sounding name. Um, so I'm thinking maybe he doesn't live in the United States, but maybe he does and just like has a cool name. Yeah. Um, I saw the 2007 and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, was he born in 2007? Make him 11, like, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. Good for you if you're 11 and 12 and you found our podcast. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I don't even know what I was doing when I was 12. I was like... I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> I was getting ready for Revenge of the Sith to come out. That was like the highlight of 2005 for me. Revenge oh. of the Sith. Yeah. That's what I had to look forward to in life. Did it live up to your hopes and dreams? When I was a kid. Now I watch it. and I actually do think those movies are entertaining to kids. But that's this time. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's an argument that's for that's another amazing. time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're talking about Leaf Man 2007. <clears throat> so, so. so, born 2007. Probably, because I couldn't find any other significant. Uh, I don't know what other significance there'd be for 2007. I mean, I don't know. Giants, so, Giants won the Super Bowl that did year. They? That season, yeah. Way to. Uh, that was the, they, that was the first. That, that was the first time, yeah. Uh, then I, whenever I hear the name Leaf, I always think of Leaf Erickson. Yep. Uh, everyone's favorite explorer. Except for Christopher Columbus. Probably not. Hates him. Yeah. He, Christopher Columbus had a like, better PR guy. <laughs> he had a really good PR he got, guy. He got himself in his, the his Twitter was on point. Yeah. If you didn't know, Leaf Erickson. Went to North America before Christopher Columbus. Way before, way before Christopher Columbus. Absolutely. 
And he, had, and he had a great relationship with the Native Americans. Did he, I was going to say, did he meet the Native Americans? And he was that cool. I don't know off the top of my head. Did he give them I don't think. I don't think he... I don't know. I would guess that he didn't interact with the Native Americans, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Well, still, that's actually better than what Christopher Columbus did. With oh, way better. He did have a better relationship by not having one at all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, he didn't bring like, blankets filled with smallpox or anything exactly. like that. I mean, Christopher Columbus didn't do that on purpose, right? Uh, <laughs> I think some of it was on purpose. Anyway, so I was like, uh, I don't think he's Leif Erikson because Leif Erikson is not alive. He was alive in like... 1300s. The triple digit years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he was 900s. like born in like yeah. 900 or something. Yeah. So you're probably not Leif Erikson. But then I was thinking, Leaf Man. Leaf Man. It's a. It's like a play. It's like a pun. A play on the word Leaf. L e a f. Even though that's not how he spells it. Right. Maybe he's um. He likes leaves. Environmentally. He's environment- friendly. Yeah. Like he. Yeah. He cares about the environment. Trees. Okay. He's so, got strong roots. I think this is just a really like enterprising young man or woman man named leaf leaf man yeah right that's true and the word man yeah didn't actually should have thought that first uh enterprising young man cares about the environment listens to podcasts too late at night maybe he's like captain planet's sidekick like there's captain planet and there's leaf man i like that maybe i wonder what like the lesser version of captain planet would be you know how they put their rings together and they're like earth right heart yeah his would just be like leaf <laughs> rock yeah i guess so i guess it would just be cup leaf. of water and then he turns into <laughs> leaf man <laughs> <laughs> what would be less than heart kidneys uh yeah it's, like, it's just some other bodily fun <laughs> purpose yeah uh liver leaf uh, man <laughs> and then he just appears oh i think we have an idea that's really good i think i think we should uh do a reboot <laughs> but it's on a low budget yeah. So, anywho, thank you, uh, Leafman, for uh, giving us that wonderful review. And, and for your uh, suggestions, too. Absolutely. Thank you for your suggestions. Um, Chris, ready to get started? I'm ready. Okay. So, please remember, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Well, if you couldn't tell from my intro of and, and our song, song, our song uh, I'm picking Blue from Blue's Clues today. We are doing Blue from Blue's Clues versus uh, Gromit, the, the dog from Wallace and Gromit. And is Wallace a human? Wallace is the human. Yes. Okay. I was but I'm only doing Gromit. So we both have human counterparts in our uh, universe. That's true. We're yes. like a human dog pair. Pair. Uh, we solve crimes. Well, yes. Blue doesn't really solve crimes. He solves mysteries. That's true. Does Gromit solve crimes and or mysteries? He, he did solve a crime. Uh, excuse me. He did solve a mystery in one of their films, okay. which I will talk about to back up my argument. I can't wait to hear because I've never seen any of those. They're good. I really like them. Is that the one where the uh, chickens escape? That is made by the same people, and that's called Chicken Run. Oh, okay. And that movie's amazing. All right. I love that movie. Uh, so uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out because this is actually a fan suggestion. So I want to give that person credit where credit is due. Uh, this comes from fan of the show, Joshua Hobbs, and he suggested we do Scooby-Doo versus Blue. An excellent suggestion. An excellent suggestion. The only reason, Joshua, why we're not doing this is because we we just did a Scooby-Doo one like two episodes ago, which was like four months ago. Um, so we just wanted to do something 
just a little different. So that's why we're but we're sticking we're sticking with the blue. We, we took your idea in spirit. Absolutely, and changed one of your dogs. I think I think blue is a great idea, and I think there's a lot you can do with it. And um, I think Gromit also can bring a lot to the table too. So that's what we're going with. Yep. Yep. All right. So wait, is that the movie where they took the um, celebrities and they have them wrestle? What? <laughs> have you never seen Celebrity Deathmatch? I've seen like one or two. I'm just naming other claymation shows. Oh. Because it's Wallace and Crown, it's claymation, right? Yes, it is. All right. Wait, let me no, try to do one not. more. Robot Chicken. Uh, that's like not really clay, though. That's like stop oh, motion. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's stop motion with action figures. They just have a clay mouse. Uh, is that the movie where there's... um? No, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming up with some good ones. I can't think of any other claymation. Uh, don't worry. I'll give you the. I'll give you the background. Uh, do you want? Do you want to start first, or do you want me to start first? I'll, I'll do mine real quick because uh, I think blue is pretty. You know, pretty self-explanatory. Sure. Blue is a blue dog. All he right, is that's star it. Nice. Of, he's the star of Nickelodeon's Blue's Clues. Yes, a show aimed at preschoolers. I think is the target audience. Um, and twenty-six-year-old men, of course, and yeah. and full-grown adults. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um. It's actually learned. I learned a lot about the show reading about it. it was like it was very well researched. It was one of the first like extremely well researched children's shows. Like they definitely were like trying to take it, be very educational in their approach, and it worked out really well for them because they basically took Nickelodeon took like a small team with a shoestring budget and said make a hit kid show. Right, and they did it and exceeded all expectations. I wonder if it was one of the first shows to also interact with the child audience the, it, it was and actually it prompted sesame street to start doing that more because they they uh went blues clues passed sesame street in like some short amount of time right so sesame street actually had to change their programming in response to the success of blues clues wow one of those ways was by adding more interactive segments wow interesting mm-hmm. uh, another difference between blues clues and sesame street pretty much i'm saying sesame street because i was like their main competitor, competitor. Uh, Blue's Clues was basically a, like, single narrative. Okay. Uh, or Sesame Street was more like pieces. Okay. Because it worked better for kids with a short attention span. That makes sense. But Blue's Clues tried to do a lot of things to, like, basically keep kids' attention spans. I thought they did a good job. They'd always break it up. They would do, like, a quick segment, yep. and then they would jump somewhere, and then they would move to another yep. room. And But they were all part of a, the same story. Correct. And they'd have a lot of repetition <laughs> and, and callbacks and right. stuff to kind of keep kids, like, following. Right. And uh, it worked really well. So um, basically, the general outline of a Blue's Clues episode is there's some there's some mystery. It could range from like the, something's missing, the salt shakers missing to right. like which would be terrifying because that's a person. That's a that's a that's a, that's a, a living that, thing. That, that's that's a kidnapping right Mr. there. Mister Salt, Mister Salt, or not a kidnapping. That's a a missing person, a missing person's case. Right. Um, did you know I read that uh, originally Mister Salt was going to have like an Italian accent? He's going to sound like he was like on Sopranos. Really? Yeah. I thought he did have an accent in the show, though. He had an accent, but he was going to be more like Italian gangster, I guess. That would have been way better. (laughs) Hey, Blue, what are you doing? Was that that, that good? That was exactly what it was going to be. Yo, Blue, you owe me some money. (laughs) What would be like a more serious example of Blue's Clue? It's like, I don't know, uh, they're going to go on a trip and he's not sure where. I don't know, just like little silly things yeah, like that. Yeah, right, exactly. And, um, or they're having a party, and they lost the things for the party. They went missing, and they need to find out where they went. Um, so the human character, Steve, whose uh, real name is Steve, worked out well for him. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, he'll kind of solve the mystery with Blue. He'll, kind find, of he'll find clues. Push her along a little bit. 
Blue's Clues, yep. which are clues with a blue paw print, so kids can help find them. Well, so would you say that Steve? We'll go into this later. I actually, this is one of the things I was going to say because it does seem like Blue has already solved the mystery. Yeah, it's not really. It's it's Steve is the one who's doing yeah, so the detective that, work. I mean, I can just tell you one thing I'm going to say right now is that Blue is like either a a super genius mystery solver. He solved the mystery really fast. She. She, I'm sorry. It's okay. And then helps her dumb friend Steve solve it by leaving blue clues, paw prints clues, on yeah. the important clues to help him out. Right. Or Blue is the perpetrator of that, all of the mysteries. That's a good idea. And, and she's just screwing with Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Or she's uh, can time travel. Have you ever seen Shutter Island? Yeah. Maybe it's like a Shutter Island scenario <laughs> where she's just going along with it just to kind of right, um, to help, help Steve mm-hmm. out. Yep. And Steve is just clinically insane. Did you ever hear the rumors about Steve? Oh, I was going to talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Do you want to say that for fun facts? Yeah. All let's right. talk about all the right. end. All right. All right. So, so Blue would go around looking for clues. And then by the end of the They'd episode. Find him. Everybody's happy. They had right. some like recurring things like mail time and mail time. A lot of things being alive, like the salt. Like, like everything. They would, um, oh, the, another important thing is that, um, they would skidoo into paintings or pictures, and they would go inside of it. The verb to skidoo. Right. Yes. They say, blue skidooed, we can too. Yeah. And they would jump into the, the painting or the postcard picture or whatever it might be. And then they'd do stuff in there and come out. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, that might involve one of the clues or exactly. something. Yeah. yeah. Often there'll be a clue in there. Yeah. You get the idea. Yeah. It's basic gist of the It's for idea. preschool kids. Yeah. Is that it? Is that what you want to? Yeah, that's my there? that's my blue intro. All right. Oh, your blue intro. Okay. Uh, so Gromit, he is one of the characters from the show Wallace and Gromit, the claymation um, show. Uh, so I, should, I don't know if I should really say it was a show, but uh, it was an animated uh, short series that was created by a gentleman named uh, Peter Salas. I believe. No, no, Nick Park. I apologize, Nick Park. Peter Salas was the voice of Wallace. Gromit did not have a voice because in the show and the movies, Gromit does not speak at all. He actually doesn't even have a mouth with his claymation. All of his emotions are basically through his hands, especially his eyes and his ears also. When you say he doesn't have a mouth. Yeah, there's are there's you no they mouth. they never show his they mouth? They never show his mouth. Interesting. Yes. Okay. It's all it's all um physical communication for him. Now, is this the show with the reindeer with the red nose and the elf that wants to be a dentist? No, but you're close. You're close. That 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 so interesting. So, you know the MCU? Yeah. There's what's called the CCU, which is the Clay Cinematic Universe, uh-huh. and they all exist in that world. Oh, so so what you're explains. thinking of that that's what takes place in in the North Pole. Okay, so is this the one with that green anthropomorphic guy who looked like he made out of a gum and the horse? <laughs> that good, great question. That takes place in Arizona. This takes place in England. So same thing, CCU, but just a different part of the world. Okay. Yeah. Is that right. is that cleared up a little bit? Yeah, and I that's all the claymation movies I know. So. <laughs> For a second, I couldn't figure out. I thought you were talking about like the Grinch or something. I couldn't figure out what you were saying. So Gromit, he's a beagle. Uh, he's the best friend of Wallace. And together, 
they invent a whole bunch of things. They have so many different inventions that they come up with to solve problems in their everyday life. Can you give us an example? So uh, Wallace is more of the thinker and Gromit is the maker. So Wallace comes up with the idea and Gromit then takes the idea and actually puts it into practice. Sure. Yep. So I forget in which movie, um, but Wallace and Gromit have basically invented this mechanical system where when they get up in the morning, the bed goes from being horizontal to vertical. They both slide then out of their beds while they're sliding down a chute. Um, they have like mechanical arms that come out and put their clothes, take off their pajamas and put on their clothes for them and like brush their teeth and give them a shower. I have so many issues with this invention. What's wrong with this invention? Well, first of all, what happens to their sheets when they get turned vertical? The sheets are like, do they not tuck their sheets in? in the they bed? do. They do. They're like only tucked in on the sides, not yeah. in the front. So okay. that way they can just slide. I right don't, out. I don't love it, but it's okay. It's not, it's not horrible. Well, all right. And then they then they have Is this Shark Tank? Is this what this is right now? I'm pitching the invention and you like I don't want to invest Look, in this. I just I just need to establish that maybe they're not the best inventors. Maybe if you're gonna come at me and be wow. like they can invent stuff and I and I have to be able to say, Well, their inventions are silly. You think their inventions are silly? Well, can I ask you some more questions about the, the morning machine? Sure. Robot hands dress them? Some yeah, some kind of robot robotic how they, hands. How come do they out. pick what clothes to wear? Uh, I think they have it the night before. Like they, they okay, put so it. So they a, do have to put it in a. They, certain they have spot. to put it in a certain spot. Yeah, I was worried it's not that... completely automated. They have to also. I think that's for the best because I was worried. Like, what if there's like a special occasion? What if they have to go to a funeral and like and they're they've in, accidentally like, put on their party suit? Absolutely, great point. All right, and then they, something brushes their teeth. Yeah, I wouldn't let a robot near my mouth. But do you use an automated toothbrush? No. Okay, then I guess you're sound solid case right there. Yeah, but this is like we're talking like a robot arm, right? That does it. Yeah, something okay. like that. That's that's just asking for trouble. And then what happens? Does it make them breakfast? So they also have things that make them breakfasts. Um, there's a whole list of their different. It sounds like they're just lazy. They they, they, I mean, think of the whole purpose of invention. It's basically to make your life easier in some way. True. So if you're able, I mean, if you were able to get dressed and ready for the day without having to move your body physically, that'd be great. That'd that's be a lot great. like what wizards are like. Like wizards are so extent. lazy. They just are doing everything magically. Um, he also, uh, invented a gun called the porridge gun. Does it shoot porridge? It shoots porridge. Um, what is its purpose? Cause you said inventions make your life easier. And I'm just thinking, well, how would a gun that shoots porridge make my life easier? It rapidly <laughs> deploys porridge at the breakfast table. <laughs> is Key- that- keyword is rapidly. <laughs> so makes your porridge come to you quicker, Chris. I mean. In today's wait, wait. excuse me, today's world, it's all about quickness no, and automation. No, no. Hold up, hold up, Steve. Does it make the porridge? Because it seems to me like you're actually adding an extra step by you're making the porridge anyway, and then instead of just eating it, right, you're loading it into a gun and then, as you say, rapidly shooting it somewhere. It's a great question. Directly into your mouth, it's into a, great, a bowl. It's a great question. It, it gets shot into a bowl. <laughs> But you could also use it has a, it has a two purpose method because you can also shoot it at people, oh, which they have done before. Okay. So I mean, if you think of temperature porridge is at depends on how long ago you made it. Well, does it keep it warm? Is the gun heated? I mean, guns by definition are warm. I'd say not true. You don't think so? <laughs> no. Guns are hot. I'm, I'm, They're not cold. I I I, I guess you're saying. A gun as itself is not hot. 
But I guess you're saying the explosion yes, from correct. firing a bullet. Correct. But there's no bullets in this gun. It's no, porridge. it's porridge bullets. So is there gunpowder though? It's called oats, Chris. They 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 they. Did you know that oats are actually very combustive? No. Yes. All right. If you grind them up. Yeah. Don't do this at home, kids. Grind them up and they're really flammable. Grind them up, they're extremely flammable. Who You said they shot someone with the porridge gun? Do you know who they shot? They did. I can't tell you that. They're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I was just it's, trying been, to, it's been a cold case for years. Just trying they're, to they're, assess they're, the, like, the type of opponent Wallace and Gromit find themselves up against. Like, Are they shooting like... Um... They're not really like, um, like a Sherlock Holmes type character who are trying to save crimes but also will get physical. Like They, they really don't want to get physical. So why'd they have to shoot someone with the porridge gun? Because things almost got physical. <laughs> like, were they shooting a little kid or like? No, no, like, they were okay. shooting a shooting at a, a grown man. Okay, that's what I wanted to make yeah, sure. They were shooting a grown man. It wasn't like anything. So bad. I, I guess what we, what we should say is what what's the who would win scenario we're trying to say? Like, who would win uh, solving a mystery? I think the the suggestion was solving a mystery. Solving a mystery, wasn't it? right? Who would be better solving mysteries? Yeah, and then so, we'll have them fight a little. So bit. I guess so we'll so have them fight a little bit, like we always do. So I guess I'll, I'll go over some of my skills here okay. that, that uh, Gromit has. So. Like I mentioned, so just some of the inventions that they've come up with, I'll just I'll just name some of them. I would love to hear these inventions. So there's the uh, there's the mind manipulation omatic. Omatic. There's okay. the burn vac. Excuse me, the bun vac six thousand. Okay. Uh, there's the knit omatic, the porridge gun, mm-hmm. the bed waking lever, the close shave. Oh, that sounds dangerous. The banana gun. They banana, like doing food guns. Gun. Yeah, a lot a lot of those. Uh, the deduct omatic. They really like doing the classic, like omatic or adding um, yeah. thousands. But you know to what? The they, end of they it. didn't go for any innators yet. No, no burninators. No, they did not left, do. Left that to Doofenshmirtz. Yes, Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz. Had a little trouble with that one. Uh, springy boots. The turnip launcher. So there's another food. Another food launching item. Yes. Wait, before that, you said springy boots. Yes. Is that just boots with springs on them? Uh, correct. Okay, not that great. All right. Hey. <laughs> Your opinion. That's fine. I think that's already a thing. I'm they saying, can, what are they bringing to the table? They can bounce up What's and down and about them? theirs. And maybe in their, in their world, it's new. Maybe they uh, invented it and everyone's okay. like, this is the greatest thing ever. Never thought of this. Got it. Always have to put that into consideration. In the uh, Clay universe. Yes. What is it called? The CCU? The CCU. What's the second C for? Cinematic. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit about them uh, in terms of the things that they've invented. Uh, and so going to their crime, their mystery-solving abilities so in one of their stories which is called wallace and gromit the curse of the were rabbit which is very very good i always wanted to see that one it's very good part of the ccu it's like the fifth installment um there's a giant were rabbit what do you think a were rabbit is chris uh it's a it's like i guess maybe like a rabbit (laughs) yep and then when there's a full moon Mm -hmm. it turns into like a bigger rabbit that also has a lust for blood so it's a giant rabbit which is correct and it does not turn only on full moons. Okay. And does not have a thirst for blood. It has a thirst for vegetables. Ooh. So like a normal rabbit, just but a, bigger, but bigger, huge. Does, Any? Does he have um, ripped jeans? Uh, no, he's completely nude. Uh, it's a completely nude rabbit. Is he? Is a silver bullet the only thing that can kill him? Yes, it's a silver carrot. Again, is with the, the only thing. References. Yeah, it's a silver carrot. I guess they should make some type of carrot gun to shoot him with. Which they did. They're just the right people for the job. Wait, they did? Well, do you want me to spoil the movie <laughs> no, for you? No, please don't. No? Okay. Wait, well, I'll, I'll just li- not listen for a second so you can tell. If you need to tell well, the viewers anything. No, I'm not going to say that, but I'm just going to say. So in the movie, 
um, it's basically the the cold case mystery of the town. Like, who is the where or what is the were rabbit? Like, what's going on is with it? it? Always a giant rabbit. It's always a giant rabbit, and it's like, and the crime that it's committing is that it's going to everybody's vegetable fields and eating all their vegetables. And there's also a whole bunch of rabbits, tiny rabbits, like normal size rabbits, just showing up in town because it's basically the tiny rabbits are following the were rabbit. And they're kind of just like a nuisance, kind of like squirrels where we live. They're just kind of there and annoying. So people are like, oh, my God, what's happening? What's happening? So that's why they invent the Bunvac 6000, which is basically uh, to suck rabbits out of the ground. Oh, that sounds inhumane. It, it works. PETA was not on board at first, but after a couple sales pitches and a couple back shady. There's no harm to they, the rabbits. They, they, no harm to the rabbits whatsoever. They, they drive them out to the country and then release them out there. Uh, but they still couldn't figure out the were-rabbit. But Gromit was the one who figured out using clues as to who, not who, because it was a person, the were-rabbit was. Wait, wait. You, he was a person? You it was a person. Was a ra- it was a, a person rabbit. who turned into a giant rabbit. On a full moon? Not on a full moon. Just kind of sporadically. I don't like that. What's it have to do with a werewolf? Was it called Nothing. were-rabbit? Just don't, that's how he doesn't scare the kids. <laughs> it's claymation. They should have at least kept some werewolf thing. So some of the clues, if you remember, I told you, the um, the the were-rabbit loved eating vegetables. Right. So Gromit was thinking, thinking, and at one point of the film, he sees somebody chowing down a ton of vegetables. So he starts thinking, hmm, that's interesting. Profiling. <laughs> And then he's going to strip search everybody who's eating a carrot. Ton, like like an insane amount of vegetables. Okay, like so many vegetables. That is suspicious. That Very suspicious. Yeah, I'll just arrest that guy for that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> so uh, then he starts monitoring this person, and then he realizes that person is not. This is going to sound kind of weird, but he's not in his bed at night when he's supposed to be sleeping. So, so Gromit is basically watching people while they sleep. That's what I was going to say. Did he have a warrant for this? Uh? He was just watching through a window. It doesn't okay. sound that great. But, hey, he's trying to solve the crime or the mystery, I should sure, say. Sure. But trying it seems to solve like the mystery. He, he put a lot of his eggs in the uh, vegetable-loving basket. Though. Well, like, it paid off. Those eggs hatched because he was absolutely correct on who that person was. That's that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, so case in point right there, great example of why he's such a great mystery uh, solver. He will watch you in your sleep. He will watch you in your sleep. And if you are eating vegetables, he will stalk you. <laughs> So it's good police work. So, right there. so there you go. Also in that film, uh, he also flew an airplane. Wow, has nothing to do with solving a mystery. But I just wanted to point out there that he knows how to fly an airplane. No, that's a useful skill. It's an extremely useful skill because that's more. Uh, I was gonna say that's more like Mag- he's like Magnum PI. Did he fly an airplane? I never watched. No, Magnum I think PI. he had a friend who flew a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. <laughs> yeah, completely different. Uh, All right, so blue. Give me blues. Uh, well, skills I already, here as a I already said solver. it. But he I pre-solves mean, the mysteries. There is no. Or he commits. Or he commits the mystery. Here he he creates the mystery. Look, Mr. Blue would not have kidnapped Mister Salt. They're friends. Are they? <laughs> he could have kidnapped Paprika. Definitely. I think that's poisonous is? to dogs. Paprika is their child. Mister Salt and Mrs. Pepper had a child named Paprika. Ooh, that's not how genetics work. Not at all. <laughs> they should have had a child named. Salt and pepper mixed Palt. together. Palt. <laughs> or sepper. So they just created it. I, I don't know. If I was Mr. Salt, I'd be like, oh, DNA test for that. I think there's a there's an even bigger mystery on the Blue's Clue show. What's that? In my opinion. 
I think that blue is the reason Steve left for college, quote unquote. Um, so Steve's leaving. I can tell you about Steve's leaving. I read all about it. At least what people want us to read. Who knows what the real truth <laughs> Who is? Who knows what the real truth is? Because like you weren't you weren't kidding when like when that happened. There were so many rumors. Like yeah. like we were both in. Were we in, was we in high school? When were we, where, when was that? I would have guessed I was in like middle school. So you yeah. probably were so, in high school. Yeah, we were in school. So like yeah. kids were just saying the craziest <laughs> stuff. It's basically like uh, like like Avengers Endgame theories now, <laughs> and like Episode Nine theories now. Like, did you hear anything about like he was like got addicted to drugs and yep. had to leave? I yep. remember that one. Yep. And then he like hit kids on set. Did you ever hear that one? <laughs> no. I heard that he hit kids on set, like the kids that would be like, "It's over there," and then he would like hit the kids, and then he got fired from the show. Okay, so uh, here's here's what is you know the story that's out there. Right. Um, he did leave abruptly. They were actually very surprised. He was he announced his departure. Right. He um. Heard, oh man, I gotta look up what the song is. He heard this song by a band, and it basically like changed his life. There's, oh, and because he, he joined a band, isn't he, that what happened? He, he started writing songs. Like he had his own band. He used to write songs, like I guess, uh, um, oh, in in college or something. Okay. I want to. I want to. I want to get the song because it's crazy. We might have to pay some royalties here in For order what? to have. The, are you gonna play the song? No, uh, the song that inspired him. Oh, okay. No, I just wanted to hear the name because it was like. Totally something I did not expect. Like it was by oh the Flaming Lips called. He he listened to their album called the Soft Bulletin and he he said quote it completely rearranged my head. His not not just his mind his his, his head. head so eyes ears nose throat tongue teeth so he left hair. To, to write his own songs he wrote about three dozen songs and released an album called Songs for Dust Mites which is critically acclaimed apparently. And uh, had some tracks with the Flaming Lips drummer. Good like, for him. Drum. So he he lived. He achieved his dream. That's what they um, want you to think. The other reason he said he left is he also was quickly losing his hair and just didn't want to lose all his hair on a kid's show. Oh, he never like God. wanted to really like make his career of being on a kid's show. He didn't like see that as his. He like, probably could have made so much money just being on Blues Clues forever. But I guess not because he, he was easily replaceable. Yeah, they replaced him with Joe, uh, Joe who was his like cousin. Or brother Something in the show. like that. Uh, but that guy wasn't really named Joe. His name was Donovan Patton. Yeah, Donovan wouldn't... You can't really name him. No. Kid. Yeah. Joe's very easy. Yep. So I think I think the real mystery in that show is Blue being involved in Steve Did leaving. Blue murder Steve? I don't know if she <laughs> murdered him. Wow. He went dark no, quick. No, that was another rumor that Steve died. He had to actually appear on the Rosie O'Donnell show to <laughs> prove that he was not dead. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say, isn't it? That is, yeah, that is that, a really that weird was thing. the that was the show he had to come on to say, "I'm not dead. I'm on the Rosie O'Donnell show." Couldn't couldn't have gone on anything else. No other late night shows wanted him. He had to go on Rosie O'Donnell. Um. So Blue, I'm gonna just go with that. He he like pre solves all the mysteries because he's so good at mysteries. Like he's, I guess in fairness, he solves very easy mysteries though. Oh my god, they're they're like. <laughs> It's a tough. It's hard to compare to like something as crazy as the were rabbit. You oh, know? completely. Because blue, I don't even know who, what he would do. He'd blue, blue just, wouldn't do anything. Well, what he would probably do is there'd probably be a painting nearby one of the crime scenes, and he'd skidoo into it. Okay, and he'd ask the painting, be like, "Hey, what happened?" And the guy in the painting would be like, "Oh, this um, this giant rabbit came by." <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? <laughs> But, uh, but see, like if if, if Blue would be like, was it a full moon? <laughs> and the guy would say, no, it wasn't. I think, oh, 
couldn't have been a were rabbit then. Was he eating vegetables? <laughs> By chance he was. But if Blue saw the were rabbit, I think Blue would just go up to him and like I mean essentially spank him. That's what Blue does. What? what? Cuz Blue cuz Blue is taking her paw and just putting it all over the place. So I, I shouldn't say spank him, but she's hitting him. <laughs> I mean if his, if she's hitting his butt, then she's spanking him, but she's just putting her paw all over the place. Like <laughs> that would that would make the were rabbit so angry. We should make a who would win t-shirt that just says <laughs> If you're hitting your butt, you're getting your spank. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, sorry. But something I always I was always curious about. So as a kid, Blue has this innate ability to put her paw print on whatever she wants. Yeah, she can uh, secrete ink from her paws. But when she walks around, she does not leave it's, a footprint. It's by demand. It's, it's like by, a, it's, it's like kind of like Spider Man. He can climb up walls, but he doesn't stick to everything he touches. Uh, I don't know. That happens in the Tobey Maguire one. Just as like a one-off joke when he's like learning how his yeah that was very inconsistent. He can like yeah he gets stuck to something, but then that doesn't happen again because he like learns to control it or something. And then it wouldn't have been funny anymore, right? (laughs) It would have just been a really funny movie (laughs) about Tobey Maguire knocking things over all day, everything getting stuck on his hands. But so so blue, I mean, go on, (laughs) blue. I mean, so, so. So I mean, all she's doing is she's just going around and and she and putting... pre she solves mysteries so quickly, and she leaves clues for her less intelligent friend Steve to solve it and feel good about himself. Are you talking about Steve or are you talking about me? Oh, <laughs> is that why you picked I'm talking Blue? about Steve? Oh, okay. Did you ever like get confused for Steve from Blue's Clues? No, but I did have a striped green shirt that I wore when I was in high school and I would call it my Steve from blues clues shirt. And when I would make that joke, I would stand in place and like move my arms. Like I was walking. Hey, uh, serious question. Did you call it your Steve from blues clues shirt or did you just call it your blues clues? It was shirt? called my Steve from blues clues shirt. It seems like an unnecessarily long name to me. Blues clues shirt. Yeah. It's just, it's quicker to say, but I don't think anybody would understand why there's no blue secretion on there. <laughs> if you've ever seen blues clues, you should get the reference. I think once you see a guy standing in place moving his arms, <laughs> then they get the reference. It would have been funny if you called it your Steve shirt because no one would know. They'd be like, wait. <laughs> That's true. Your name's Steve. I should have just called my Steve shirt. Every shirt is your Steve shirt. No, it was my Steve from Blue's Clues shirt. Did he have a last name in Blue's Clues? I think it was just Steve. I had to look that up. Steve, Steve? Steve, Steve. Steve from Blue's Clues. Steve from Blue's Clues. Okay. So I think that what the real mystery should be is – how is Blue getting away with doing this and no one's holding her accountable? Because she's committing a crime. If, if she she she's defaming. It's as, it's as if a police department would hire a psychic to help them. Yeah. And then the psychic was always right. Right. And then you should be thinking to yourself, this psychic knows too much. Is, is are they committing all these crimes? Right. I think it's like that's minor, it's like minority report of a movie. But she, she, she herself is committing crimes all the time because whoa, she, whoa, whoa, wait, what, what? She, she's committing crimes like every what? episode. What crimes? She's doing vandalism. She's committing vandalism. Uh, it's almost all her property. I don't. I think it's fine. You're allowed to paw mark your own stuff. I think they would go on like trips and stuff, like you said, and like she'd go to the park and I'm like she just put sh- stuff I'm all sure over the place. She had permission. I'm sure it's washable. It's fine. <clears throat> Have you ever seen the Da Vinci Code? Yeah, of course. All right, so. Remember how there were, like, clues to go to all the different steps in order yeah. to find out about the bloodline of Christ and everything like that? Right. So if Blue was in that movie or that book, 
she would just go up to the Mona Lisa <laughs> and just put her paw print on it. Completely yeah. destroy it. Wow. Now it's not even worth – it's worth nothing anymore. That would be such a good movie. And Blue would just be like, rah, rah. And then they'd be like, oh, the Mona Lisa. Uh, hmm. Da Vinci. The, uh, the Last Supper. Okay, Blue, let's go. If someone hasn't made that, they definitely should. So basically what you're saying is that Blue is Illuminati. If it helps my case, yeah. No, it helps my case. That's- Isn't the Illuminati bad? No, they're like super powerful. They no. pull all the strings of world governments. They're, yeah, so they're evil. Yeah, but I mean, they'd also be good at you know taking care of uh, clay dogs if well, they had to. That leads into my next <laughs> into our next segment. Let's do it. That's a perfect reason for me to try to kill you. You're part of the Illuminati. I want you gone. Blue. That's not a good reason to kill yeah, someone it is, because you're like controlling the world. Blue's probably not Illuminati. I was just uh, thought it'd be funny if uh, Dan Brown wrote a Blue's Clues movie. <laughs> That'd be a really good idea. And Tom Hanks was in it. Would he play Steve or would he play uh, play Robert Langdon? He'd play Tom, a new character. (laughs) Oh, okay. So he would just be Tom. Hey, Tom. Tom Tom Hanks would honestly be really good in that role, I think. I I think you're right. I think think kids would respond well. I mean, he's Woody, so they hear that, they think Woody. (laughs) Yeah. I think that'd be great. Uh, Anyway, um, the other thing that I want to bring up before I forget is that was in the suggestion for um, this episode that – the power of skidooing okay. might be very powerful depending on how the rules of skidooing. Okay. So let's say we're um, fighting each other right now. Okay. Right. How could you use the, the powers well, of skidooing? Well, I got to say, I'll first tell you how you maybe could, but I couldn't find any examples of it. Okay. So basically you, you skidoo into a painting or drawing. Yes. Um, and this, is not, this does not preclude you from some, drawing something yourself. Okay. So the example the suggester gave, what was her name? Uh, Joshua. Joshua. He says... What if you could just draw a picture of a machine gun, skidoo into it, have a machine gun, and then take it out with, with you? A machine gun. So what I wasn't sure of though is if you could definitely take things out when you unskidoo, or right skid- if you can only take the things skid-don't. that you went and skid out, skid out. Skid- I said skid don't. Skid don't. I think skid don't is better. Um, yeah, it's unclear what it's, the technical term will be called, but when they unskidoo themselves, yes. Can you bring things back from that painting? That's a great I, question. I watched one video and he didn't bring anything out, so I don't know. Inconclusive. Okay. So it's possible. It's plausible. It, it's theoretically possible. Right. That he could bring something out. That he skidooed into. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. So you, so, but would Blue use a machine gun? Because this is the problem. You ready for this? You ready for this? Okay. I can't wait to hear the problem. All right. So. I can't believe you so, found it. So, so Blue now <laughs> has a machine gun, we'll say. Okay. Okay. Uh, say. Which isn't going to happen. But say Blue is able to shoot Gromit. Okay? Okay. She's got her fingerprints on the on the, on the weapon here, Chris. <laughs> that's that's, clear. Right. that's that's the clue right there. We get caught, but we still win the fight. I mean, I'm not saying I'm dead. I'm just saying if you're able to, to, to shoot a bullet into to Gromit. Why wouldn't you be dead? Because Gromit has so many inventions that he would be fine. I thought you were going to say because he's made out of clay. The bullets would just kind of like go through and then he can remake himself. Well, see, this is where it's hard because Blue's not part of the CCU. Right. So that just adds a whole new layer because Blue, Blue is – Blue actually is. Um, she's made of cardboard, so she's part of the cardboard cinematic universe. Oh, the CCU. <laughs> I guess it's actually construction paper. But... So the CPCU. Yeah. Okay. Which is a part of my one of my other strategies since Blue is two-dimensional. Okay. Ooh, if, uh, good point. You, if you were fighting, I can just turn to the side. I can see you. There's nothing you can do. You're, you're gone completely. Well, that's that's – that's the 
negatives of living in a 3D world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. That would completely screw up my whole plan. What is your whole plan? Does it involve making a, some type of uh, food gun? Um, That's kind of your bread and butter. I mean, pun intended, I have a and bread and butter gun. Out of a gun. That's it. <laughs> out of a gun. So I'm not going to use the food gun as a weapon. I'm gonna use I it admire a, that. I'm going to use it as a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going that to. Would work. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, blue, like we mentioned, is a dog. dog love, dogs love to eat. Sure. I, I would, I would, I would uh, shoot some food. Shoot some food at Blue. Which, which kind of food? Um, I don't think between she's the eating. banana and the porridge. She's not eating the porridge. I don't know if she did the banana. She might though. You got any uh, bone guns? No bone guns. Uh, any meat guns? No meat guns. I'm gonna do the banana gun. All right. Because think of it this way: kids love bananas. Yeah. She... Lucy eat a lot of bananas. Loves banana. There you go. So Blue is a sponsor for the banana industry. You got your. Um, your Del Monte. What else you got? Your uh, Chiquita. Uh, Chiquita. Chiquita. I just learned about a new one recently. Dan told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need him on the podcast. That's right. It's called like tell because of the D. Brands of banana. D. D. F. I don't know. Anywho. Oh, it's a Kiopi. D. O. P. It's a It's a banana with big horns. With big horns. But anyway, so so blue is a, uh, a representative for the banana industry. Kids okay. love bananas. Someone use the banana gun because right. blue's like I love bananas. So she's eating bananas. She's distracted. And what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to uh, sneak up on her, and I'm not going to try to kill her. I'm not going to try to hurt her. I'm just going to try to arrest her because I have a good working relationship with the local police department because of my success in solving the uh, were rabbit crime. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be like, yo, this dog is coming into our world here. She's putting her blueprints all over the place, <laughs> and she is a menace to society. And Debatable. I, th- I, th- I think uh, – no, not at all. She needs to be stopped. She absolutely needs to be stopped. Uh, and if anything happens, I can always get my airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and do what? I could uh, – I mean, say worse comes to worse. I know I just said I wouldn't want to kill Blue, but if I had to, I guess, you know, I'd kill Blue. With your airplane? Yeah. How? Uh, first of all, <laughs> this this airplane is filled with weapons, Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like but the, are they like only the weapons gun. that shoot uh, food? Yes. Okay. So I could do a drive-by with a banana gun. Uh-huh. I could drop like a whole bushel of bananas, kind of like, like a nuclear drop. You could do chocolate-covered bananas. I could do chocolate-covered bananas. That's bad for dogs. Uh, oh, my God. That would, that would destroy Blue. Yeah. I mean, that would really get her. Okay. And, but she, I thought at first you might say you were going to try to like fly the plane into blue. No, no. And no, I was no, going to no. just like the logistics of that would be so difficult. No, you'd crash before you did that. Yeah, that's not that's that's too hard. that's that's suicide at that it's point. A suicide mission. No, I'm trying to kill her and myself just so I could kill her, which I'm not. I'm not about that life. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I could it, just it, turn to be, the side though. That's that's gone. that's problem. Mm-hmm. Nine degree turn. Only you're two gone. Di- only in two dimensions. You're gone. I don't know where you are. I can still hear you though, because blue. Oh, blue I feel, never I feel stops. Like blue doesn't shut up. Yelping. Yep. Has a really hard time <laughs> all the time. So that could that could help me. That could help me. This yeah, would, this I mean, would be this would be an interesting fight. Blue blue's a very peaceful animal. Like never made any type of food gun, as far as I know. Remember, we're not using we're not making the food gun for violent purposes. But could I use it for violent purposes? Absolutely. My primary I, motive is not I for I don't violence. believe for one second that they did not invent those guns as weapons. 
for that primary motive. Yes. We're talking about guys who invented a slide to get out of bed. They're lazy. They just really want easy things in their life. There's no useful I just I just don't see the nat, like the useful purpose of a banana gun. Except to shoot bananas at someone. I mean, we have like potato guns and marshmallow guns. Yeah, cuz we like shooting stuff. Well, it's like, like to you, shoot at stuff. Yeah, but like oh, I'm no, when I when I played with my friend's marshmallow gun, we were shooting marshmallows at each other's mouths. Oh, that sounds like a <laughs> good old-fashioned fun. <laughs> What did you do on Saturday nights growing up? So, so yeah. So, that's what I think the fight would be like. I uh, want to talk some uh, fun facts. Oh, yeah. Let me get my fun some, facts. Some trivia here. Yeah. Do you have any ready to go or want me to uh... – actually, I have mine pretty go, close. Go for it. Oh, I already said most of mine, though, because I told all y'all those Sesame Street things. Um... And, and Blue and blue with, with Steve. So, there was a lot of research on the show. They, like, basically took almost a year to make each episode as far – because they'd – um. A year for an episode? Uh, like, yeah, they were like, episodes were in planning for a year before they aired. Oh, okay. I got it. I, I thought you meant like, like... it wasn't like they finished one and started another. Right. Okay, I see what you mean. They were like making a bunch at once, but it took a year to get them out. Right. Because they were ha- they were like like talking to like psychologists and um, uh, like child people, people who work with children. Right. They were developing like a goal for the episode. They were, they were giving each episode like three test screenings. They were reworking them, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, they use a lot of repetition. It helped uh, kids pay attention, follow what's going on. Um, they were on such a low budget that a lot of the original production team voiced a lot of the voices. Oh, wow. Uh, including Mr. Salt. That's why they weren't able to hire, like, uh, Al Pacino or Danny DeVito. That's the, that's the only reason, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, um... The the music composer did Mr. Salt. His co-composer did The Sun. Huh. Um, to, to see who would do Blue's voice, they went around a table and see who had the best bark. And the winner was co-creator Tracy Page Johnson. And she was the voice of Blue, who was I mean, originally an orange cat. Yes, yes, I did see that. Named so. Mr. Orange. Real original. I mean, Blue is named Blue. Right. Right. That's basically, yeah. So they had Mr. Orange the cat. Uh, they decided they didn't like the color orange, made her blue, and then Nickelodeon said, hey, can you change the animal? We have another show with a cat. I'm not sure what it was. I didn't say. So it's that's how blue ended up being Definitely not blue. as successful as um, Blue's Clues, though. That's for sure. Yeah. They were originally planning to have a female host, but uh, Steve did so good in his interview. Kids really responded well to him. So he got hired. He was 22 years old at the time. That's because he said, kids, you better laugh or I'm going to kill you. Um, that's an unsubstantiated rumor. Well, the tapes came out and that's why he didn't host anymore. If he did go crazy though, it would be because of his green polo shirts. He says they were very uncomfortable. They looked extremely uncomfortable. He, he's... They were long. First of all, long sleeve polos are <laughs> an awful invention. I don't know why Ralph Lauren sells those things. They were a hit with kids though. Really? Yeah. Long apparently there were complaints from parents that children would not take off their green polo shirts because Steve never did. He wore a green polo every day. I'm sure kids, he took them off. I mean, I I don't know. Kids are dumb. They would have been like, hey, he's still wearing that green polo shirt. I can't take mine off. That's true. Every episode is the same shirt. For that reason, the next host, Joe, they they varied his wardrobe. Oh, he didn't always have the same exact shirt. I thought he always had the orange one on. I didn't know they changed. That's what this fact shirt says. This fact sheet says. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, So this this one's pretty weird. Uh, It makes me like, I don't know. It's interesting. Let me tell me what you think. 
So, um, at the height of his popularity, Steve was like a popular guy. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was, uh, named one of the most eligible bachelors in 2000 by people's magazine. Really? And he got a lot of requests for dates. I wonder if he's been married since. Uh, I don't know. But one of the requests was from a swimsuit model who mailed him a picture with her phone number. So he's like, all right. So he, they, they arranged to go out to dinner in New Jersey. Ooh. Which is interesting because that's where we live. Yeah. Uh, he met her. Uh, apparently she was uh, much taller than him because he's five foot six and she was a supermodel. So oh, she was, so she's she was super probably, tall. She's probably tall. So he's, wow, he's so taller. In, in, to impress her, he sees a sign in their neighbor's part in their neighbor's yard for it that they're having a Blues Clues themed birthday party. No. So he's like, I'm not going to get this chance again. He goes over, crashes the party, and entertains the kids. No way. On the date? That's, that's the story he apparently why would told. You, why would you do that? Why would he do that? Because, like, it looked impressive for his date, which he said did not go well. <laughs> Maybe because he left her to go to a Blue's Clues <laughs> birthday party. Uh, so this is this – is, I have a lot of questions with this real quick. Okay. So there was a kid's birthday party that was Blue's Clues themed. Let me read you word for word what it says. Uh, eager to impress, he saw a sign in front of her neighbor's house for a Blue's Clues themed birthday party. Okay. Then he says, quote, I had the green polo and some toys in the back of my car. And I thought, this is the only game you've got right now. <laughs> That's what he said. So my question is, if you're going on a first date. Mm-hmm. With a swimsuit model. With a swimsuit model. Mm-hmm. What time of day would that date be? It did say it was for dinner. So did they have a Blue's Clues birthday party for a child at night? Like at 8 o'clock? I, don't know, that's, I guess you're saying they'll be out past their bedtime. That makes no sense. Uh, maybe the kids were a little bit older. Maybe it was like an eight-year-old who was really into uh, Blue's Clues. Ten-year-old. Maybe ten-year-old. Uh, for <laughs> kindergartners? I don't know. I just feel like that story doesn't make a lot of sense. That's what he said during it. Uh, he apparently told a bunch of stories when he appeared at The Moth. I don't know what that is. A bunch of these stories are from that, though. That's when you go from being a caterpillar to a moth. Instead of a butterfly, you become a moth. But it's a bad thing. You don't want to be a moth. But he became a moth. Poor, uh, poor Steve. That's yeah. that's. I don't know. That story seems a little fishy to me. Hey, I'm. I know just, you're just, just reading it. I know. Sorry, Chris. It, it I, 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 I don't want you to take it personally. I mean, if if mentalfloss.com isn't a reputable website, <laughs> I don't know what is. You're uh, CNN. You're absolutely right, Chris. <clears throat> Uh, the other facts I already told you, like, about why Steve left the show, ch- ch- getting Sesame Street to change its format. Uh, the only other one, according to this, also this site, is that the, the replacement actor, Donovan Patton, who played Joe, yeah, didn't know what the show was about when he auditioned. What do you think he was auditioning for? He thought he was auditioning for a show about a dog that played blues music. <laughs> what was the clues part? He was not a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a smart man but at he, all. He did great with preschool test audiences. <laughs> probably wouldn't be that hard because that's probably what his intellectual level was. Well, he credited it to his good relationship with his five-year-old sister. Wow, he had a five-year-old sister? He was old, I feel. Older. They, they, they said 25. Uh, 24. 24. And they said uh, in the sh- on the show he was jo- uh, Steve's younger brother. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. I remember it was it was a relative, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, Blue's Clues. They should. It's over. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. There's actually a talk of bringing it back, though. They with all the reboots they might going on. It. They might. I mean, Rugrats is coming back. Even though Rugrats is not intellectual whatsoever, 
That I mean, that was Nickelodeon, not Nick Jr. or Nick Kids, whatever it was called. Whatever. Did they even have that back when? I think they had Nick Jr. Yeah, I think they did. I think so. Yeah, it was like your Blue's Clues, your Dora the Explorer, or Dora the Explorer. We're still waiting on that live action one, Michael Bay. Come on. Michael Bay should do a live action Blue's Clues, like bad boy style. Written by Dan Brown, starring Tom Hanks. Directed by Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Oh, man. It pretty much if, writes itself. If we had the budget, God, it, explosions. Like Blue's just, every time Blue steps, it's like an explosion. <laughs> she puts a paw print, there's an explosion. Uh, be so good. Uh, a couple fun facts about Gromit that I have, and then we'll we'll start wrapping it up here. Uh, so I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I don't remember if the mic picked it up because we were kind of talking over each other. But uh, Gromit is a beagle. That is the type of dog uh, that he is. He graduated from Dogwarts University. That's a pun. Mm, I get it. I just don't know if I like it. Okay. He had a double... Uh, he had a double engineering uh, for which was a he was an engine he had an engineering excuse me he had a degree in engineering he likes knitting playing chess reading the newspaper he likes drinking tea wait if he likes knitting why did he invent a machine to knit for him uh, maybe so that way he uh, he could get more done because he probably promised so many people that he would knit stuff for them and he was behind all right it, it wasn't that he liked it as he was like really quick at it he just enjoyed doing it. I would think that if you actually enjoy knitting, you wouldn't want to have a robot do it for you. I understand what you're saying. But he probably made so many promises. I just need to catch up on the orders. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Can you repeat some of those? Because, sorry, I was distracted by the knitting. Thing. Knitting? Wow. So you, you didn't listen to anything after the first one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. You said, like, tea, Play, tea or something. Playing ch- playing chess, reading the newspaper, drinking tea, Thank you. and cooking. Uh, his prized possessions include his alarm clock. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. A dog bone. A brush. And a framed photo of himself with Wallace. Well, he no, he no really likes he really likes nice. Wallace. Yeah, they're they're a really good pair. The rest are silly. He's very handy with electronic equipment and an excellent airplane pilot. <laughs> he often threatens the plans of the villains he and Wallace encounters in their adventures, so he is able to overcome adversaries. Does he like his his alarm clock more than his airplane? Uh, I would probably say so. It seems like it. Yeah, I would. I would if definitely. His alarm clock is his prized possession. Definitely say so. Um, he has a, uh, large, uh, movie collection and the movie collection are all, uh, puns off of, uh, dog names. So like there's pup fiction and the dog father and where beagles dare (laughs) and bite club and the bone identity. These are actually pretty good. And citizen canine. Oh, that's good too. Um, he also has some taste in music, which are also puns. Uh, he likes uh, Puccini, uh, McFlee, The Beagles, and The Red Hot Chili Puppies. Uh, someone who really loves puns wrote all those. That's, and, and, and they're all great. They are. Someone really put some care into that. Absolutely. Uh, interesting fact that uh, Empire Magazine, they ranked the 50 best animated movie characters of all time. This was back in 2010. Where would you guess they ranked him? Um, this blew my mind. Well, I'm guessing it's high then because I wouldn't have thought it would be that high. Yeah. So I'm going to say 10. Number one. Number one. Are number you one serious? Of all time. Of animated movie of characters. Of all animated movie characters. He was number one. They said Gromit doesn't ever say a word, but there has never been a more expressive character to grace our screens. I don't know if I agree with that. I got to see who else is on the list. Let that sink in. I'll have to look it up too. It's not just Claymate. It's like any animation? Of 
any animation. So like, like that beats like, like Mickey Mouse, Woody. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And it's been confirmed that his birthday is February twelfth. So just passed recently. Happy birthday, Gromit. Happy birthday, Gromit, Belated. which is also the same day as Abraham Lincoln. Okay. So. And then one last thing I want to add that in the show, it's been quoted that uh, their house has so many inventions that Batman is jealous. <laughs> so, I mean, if Batman is jealous of the things that they have, then they must have things that's way better than the Batmobile and Batpod and Batwing. Batman's and, probably jealous of all their guns. Probably. Because he's like... Well, Batman doesn't use guns, so if he's able to find a he gun... He doesn't, doesn't realize that fruit guns, he don't could have count. them. Right, they don't, they don't it's count. It's like all the fun of a gun without killing Killing someone. people, exactly. So he would totally be on board with that. Absolutely. So so there we go. That's, uh, that's Gromit for you. He sounds like a cool guy, actually. That whole time I was trying to think of another movie dog yeah. pun, but I couldn't think of any. Um, I think because I'm too tired. The Bark Knight. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> You could do the Bark Knight Rises. Yeah. I guess. That's good. Um, I don't know. That's the first one I thought of. I was trying to head. think of other movies. I just can't even think of any movies. The Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Steve. You're really good at these. If anyone else, that's that's your homework, everybody. We're assigning you Wait, homework. No, I'm going to assign you my own homework. You can assign yours. Fine. Do your homework. Okay. I was just going to say, are you assigning me homework? No, I'm also going to ask the viewers for help. If you know of an African animal with horns that has the name something like a coyote or an eope, yes. please let us know what it is. So that way we know what it is. I totally forget what it is. The moment we're done, we're going to look it up. I already tried. It's hard to search for an animal you don't know the name of. A guy I work with was telling me that his kid did a a book report on him. He just told me this yesterday. Oh, well, ask him what it, how to spell it. I'll text him what that animal was. Yeah. Sorry. My mic is like basically falling off the table Uh-oh. right now. Oh, no. All right, I'm just going to hold it while yep, we just got to hold it. Here. <laughs> uh, so my homework is uh, tweet at us, Facebook message us, Instagram us, uh, your thoughts of dog punned movie titles. I think it'd be kind of curious to see what you guys come up with. And you could also include blue in there somehow too, if you want to. Oh, any Blue's Clues puns? Yeah. Um, um, the Blues Brothers. There you go. That Oh my God, that could have been like a, that's what this series should be. The reboot series should be the Blues Brothers. It's not a pun, though. It's just more like a... Stealing the title the of another thing. name. Yeah. It could be Blue and then Magenta. Oh, no. Blue has a baby brother we saw in like, some research. I forget what his name was, though. You, you told me. I forget. They both have like sunglasses on, and um, they're just driving around doing their thing. Anywho, we're back. Um, we're not going to have big gaps. We're going to no. try, we're we're, we're try not to have that many big gaps. <laughs> It's not that we don't want to do this. It's just life is really busy, and a lot of people are like, oh, you can't get together for an hour just to record a podcast. If if we had, like, traveling mics, we'd be perfect because the time that we spend at Lowe's and, like, in your <laughs> – Oh, ba- yeah, we it, could have done it in the like, car. Like, we could just do it in the car, but we don't have traveling. We don't have traveling you mics. You don't even apparently have I don't even mic. have a standing mic right now. <laughs> as it, It's about to fall out of my hand. But – um no, we're, we're 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 trying the best we can, and a lot of people are like, "Where are you?" And we're we're here. We're thinking about you, and you know, we uh we don't want to not do this for, for everybody. We'll try not fun. to let you down. Yeah, we'll do our best, but we can't promise. All right, Chris, anything you want to add? Um, no, no. All right, so please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show for the Who Would Win Cast. This has been Steve, and this has been Chris, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Scoop-doo, we can too. 
The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.